Hello, and welcome back to our podcast, but a fanfic of a fanfic that itself is a synthesis between Fallout, the popular game movie post Harley Wasteland, and Mellow Pony, probably a show about fast horses. Hi, I'm Fi. I'm joined once again with my co-host, Weird. Say hello, Weird. Um, do I... What's... What, what's, what's a weird... What's a... What's... It's hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> hello, dear the, audience. We're in the future of 2022. Oh, two, my two. God! <laughs> Where's yes. my robot maid? Where's my flying car? Why am I dying of untreated illness? Why? The Tesla tubes are backed up. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, we took like a two week break, folks, because it was, you know, Christmas and then subsequently New Year's. And uh, I mean, we do this like every week, so I figured we could probably use a break. Uh, and a break it was. And in the meantime, I've forgotten everything. <laughs> I know we last left our heroine doing doing something. that Her, her mission statement was vague. That's all I recall. We were supposed to go to a town. <laughs> all right. Let me catch you up to speed. So we do a podcast about... <laughs> <laughs> um, about sad horses that shoot. Shoot. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, they're in a post-apocalyptic wasteland based off the popular video game of Fallout. Uh, specifically Fallout 3 and more usually Fallout New Vegas. Anyways, this joke's gone t- on too long. But yeah, uh, last week we, uh, or God, uh, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Last time. Last, last time. Yeah. Yes. Uh, on Dragon Ball Z. Uh, was, uh, so the important information is that Hired Gun was hired to deal with like raiders coming from the north who had set up in a town that they like had taken care of earlier and get them to agree to like, like either like taxation or like something or kill them all. Just deal with them as a oh, problem. J- just make sure that uh, Mr. House doesn't have to pay taxes as, yeah, a, as a libertarian. This is the, this is his only consideration. Yes, of course. The only part he cares about is if it cuts into his bottom line, so... He might be minimal to paying rent or some sort of subscription fee, but just to be sure no one speaks the word taxes to him. But so the chapter actually ended off with Hired Gun and Gang getting captured by the the raiders, and turns out, it's the Crimson Hoof from the prologue chapter. Uh, Turns out, Smooth Tongue didn't fucking die, sadly. Boo. Boo. <laughs> we hate this heel. <laughs> Honestly, he said he doesn't like the town we live in. <laughs> but I actually genuinely like um uh, uh last 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 time I recall as sort of complaining about how intricate his kaikaku was. Yes. Um, and that's only going to get worse this chapter. Like, yeah, I, I, honestly, I'm just like, I seem to recall way back when uh, in, in the prologue chapter and in, ch- in chapter one proper us like, or at least me being really fascinated with what, what the Crimson Hoof's territory is going to be like now that he's dead. <laughs> um, uh, mm-hmm. but the, but the worst of all worlds is him continuing on, <laughs> um, uh, and and having an immaculate kaikaku, I was able, I was willing to put up with this shit from uh, uh, Red Eye, chiefly because he was comical about it. 
Like he was, he was, he was like, he, he, he had the, he at least had, had the decency to, to wear an opera mask. Well, <laughs> um, uh, while, while doing this, this, this shit, but yeah, like, like, but like, like, I don't know, like my, my reading on smooth tongue, like my, my forgiven to this character is that I don't think small tongue, like I don't, I think silver, silver tongue, small tongue. There's a lot of S names here. I, I think small tongue doesn't realize he's small time. That's I think that this I think that's the difference here is I think that this is a person who's like convinced in their own intellect and capacity to lead. Oh yeah, yeah, no. We, um, well, let, let's let's get, instead of like uh, complaining on that a little, let let's get into the chapter where where Doctor Sun Tzu Machiavelli gives <laughs> gives a lecture to the class. Yes. Um, so so the chapter opens with uh, Smooth Tongue being just the fucking worst. Um, uh, and the thing is, but the thing is, I, I do want to say that I like the way that he's being the worst here because it, it, in my opinion, it makes sense because basically he goes, ah, hired gun, uh, uh, hired gun. Is that what you're calling yourself now? <laughs> you're, you're silver tongue. And everyone's like suspicious of that now. And it's like, Hey, do you know this bozo? Well, she used to work for me. Uh, like immediately trying to like wedge between <laughs> like, um, uh, hired gun and the rest of her crew. I worked for my town. It was my town. <laughs> Thus, by <laughs> extension, you worked for me. Silver, were you a raider? I didn't do any raiding per se. <laughs> I, yeah, her exact line was like, I didn't kill for him. And I tried to kill him. <laughs> um, Which she just immediately pivots on like, well, but of course it didn't work. So, yeah, um, where did I, that get you? Back to me. Dar- Daring, yeah, he explains that, so so we, we, we get some world building now, some catching up on what's happening in, in that region. Mm-hmm. Um, during his two-month convalescence, or, um, uh, his his men went and secured Marefort um, yeah, permanently and thoroughly. Yeah. Um, some horses die, we, we, we get their names. Yes, uh, because of course he remembered them specifically. Just so <laughs> I can't even imagine him rehearsing and like having he just, having the just, list on his wall of casualties. Just to hurt. Well, I mean, I think it's just just to hurt Silverstorm. Like, yes, agree. If I ever run into her again, I'm gonna twist that knife if I can. Um, and and actually that like his his like two month convalescence thing is kind of funny because he like. I think Flair asks him, like, are you, are you this much of a, of a, of a, of a penny novel villain on purpose? And he goes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, he, he does, like, a weird kind of meta thing where he tries to, like, he, like, lists out all the ways he could, like, neg the party to make them, like, hate themselves more. Uh, <laughs> which is really stupid. Uh, well, <laughs> the thing I wanted to point out is that he has this, like, might makes right, like you know, mm-hmm. the, the the villain, like the villains, and all the stories do these things because they work. Um, uh, better to be feared than loved, essentially. Um, and yet, like, dude, <laughs> um, you've if if fear was like if that was actually the case, like you wouldn't have had those two months of convalescence. Like if if, if mm-hmm. all of your your lackeys really only like meaningfully feared you they would have found your body outside of the, the broken glass of your office window and said is he still alive 
Um, he's just holding on as they like step on his throat. <laughs> yeah, like like um, my particular read on Smooth Tongue is that Smooth Tongue again doesn't realize that he's a small fish in an enormous ocean. At at best, he thinks this is his origin story. That like, yeah, like he's he's so generically evil. I think that's kind of the point. Like. Mm. He's he's like generically like of course I'm I'm a villain with vision you see I believe that 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 uh, only the strong could survive and I of course I'm the strongest and I've manipulated everyone in my genius way when it just comes down to like uh, mostly you're just in the right place at the right time like <laughs> you you you're a you're a local gang boss that like you know puts his his boot on the throat of the right kind of people uh yeah. We get a lot of, like, we do get a lot of back and forth. Uh, this is the only time that I like high stakes, I think, so far, has been him been, like, kind of trying to, like... Can, can we talk about... We have we have a like, tax issue that He's, like, frustrated. <laughs> he's, like, baffled by, like... He just walked in on, like, fucking Doc Doom, and he's like, please, I need to figure out these roads. I don't yeah. actually care. Can you please fill out these forms? <laughs> <laughs> and we can we can just go. <laughs> Fool Doom does not <laughs> fill forms. Can I then have permission to fill the forms in your neck? <laughs> Do you have a signet ring or a stamp? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's the world's most tired UPS uh, <laughs> delivery man at the at the door of Doctor Victor Von Doom. <laughs> yeah, and so he just has just has no interest in this. Uh, while Flair is trying to, like, do his Flair thing. Um, but, of course, it doesn't go particularly well because, of, like, Smooth Tongue just has all the advantages in this circumstance. Uh, fucking, oh, man. I, I my, my note here is literally uh, Meadow, who is uh, Silverstorm's uh, older brother, uh, also known as Summer Silk, I think. Uh, and my note here is literally wins the worst brother in the world award. <laughs> Um, cause I hate him the most. Like the thing is, is like, I think he's, he's written to be hateable. Like he's, yeah, he, his, 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 like, cause he shows up and he's basically like, you know, oh, you're, you're alive. And also my sister. And everyone's like, you have a brother. Um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the worst. And I hate him. Like, cause he immediately like is like baffled about like, hey, boss, why are you, like, letting them live and stuff? <laughs> and, like, because the answer is, honestly, I don't think Smooth Tongue knows what he's doing. Like, I, I think that's 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 my take on this. Is I don't think Smooth Tongue actually has a plan to how he's going to, like, uproot the, the, like, small contingent of people in Bridal Hope that are still alive. And so I think he's just kind of hoping the situation works out, but he's playing it off like, well, of course, my plan required this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I fucking, I hate, I hate, I hate his, her brother. Boo, how can you do the Hulkster like that? <laughs> but we're basically given, like, what the actual thing is here, because, like, High Stakes basically works it down to, like, okay, we're just here to, like, figure out, like, will you, like, we don't we don't we don't care about the situation. We just want the situation resolved. Like, what is it gonna take to get this done? And the answer is you're just gonna have to go walk into that casino and just tell them to surrender. Cause we're not backing down and they just have to give up. 
and that's just the way this is going to be. And if you try to do anything besides that, we're taking Serenity as collateral, and we're also taking high stakes, but who gives a fuck? Um, <laughs> the important part is get, taking Serenity, so you just have to listen to what we say. Um, which is, you know, frustrating, because you kind of wish that, like, Silverstorm would, like, do something in this scene, but, like, it's sort of understandably, like, eh, what can I do? I guess I just have to play this by ear. She um, she does nearly go um when when he like pre when um uh Doctor Sunsu Machiavelli uh, uh presses his luck and say it looks seems you have adopted another small child surprising given what happened to the last if you finish that sentence there's no number of girls in the world that will save you <laughs> and I believe her. <laughs> And she and he he just moves on to the next top ooh touchy and, and <laughs> moves on to the next topic, um, yeah. not acknowledging the fact that he is in fact not finishing that sentence. <laughs> he it has... goes unsaid. <laughs> but yeah, but that's so that's basically what our walking orders are for this for this uh, <laughs> micro adventure. But yeah, because they're like essentially we're like like basically the rest of Bridal Hope is hole up in the casino. They've they've just moved into the casino and the raiders are just kind of hole up in like the the like the grocery store and shit and they, it's basically a cross the street style scuffle between these two two factions um on the way to going to the casino uh silverstorm talks to her brother and he's the worst like, the absolute goddamn worst. Because, like, the, the thing about it, like, I guess, like, the thing to communicate about Silver, like, Summer Silk is that he is super bought into the party line. Like, he is 100% Team Crimson Hoof. As far as you're concerned, like, uh, Smooth Tongue is a goddamn genius who can do no wrong, and this world is fucked up and shitty anyway, so why give a shit about morality anyways? Silverstorm, like, fires back, like, well, he killed her mother, and he's basically like, good, she was a drunken abuser. And honestly, I hate this character so much. <laughs> I'm on the side of his mother. <laughs> like, <laughs> you should be beaten. <laughs> like, because like, it, it, it's like, it's just, it's so, like, like, it's so artificial. Like, it's so clearly like, well, you kill two, you're just as bad, and, you know... You, you just like to the side of your mother that you you saw and you didn't get to see the horrible, abusive drunk that she was uh, because you're just an ignorant idiot who just sees what they want to see. And it's just, it's like, I mean, but it's just so obvious that like that's, you can just apply all that like logic in reverse that he's just turned his abusive mother and his trauma into justification for being a raider. Um, and he's already like, he's and he's very clearly like, you know, smitten with smooth tongue as someone who like he sees as a sort of like father figure and like savior because it's he directly killed her. Um so I hate him. <laughs> like I hate like it's it's one of those things where like I hate him not because it's a bad character, but I hate him because they there are like a person I hate in the story. Yeah. He is a, a contemptible figure. Yeah. And it's, well done, it's one of those things. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but he basically leaves them to do their job. They get back in the casino. Yay. Uh, they meet back up with a bunch of the people. Like this is, this is one of those chapters where it's a bunch of like, Hey, remember characters from really early in the story? Uh, what happened? Let's find out, uh, type stories. Uh, cause they meet back up with Pearly, the girl that, um, 
Hired Gun pretended she didn't have a one night stand <laughs> with. Um, uh, they they have an interesting interaction. Like, uh, yeah. So last time I saw you, you were uh, uh, killing a rival slaver and taking the the merchandise in tow. I never gave her to. <laughs> and and Burl goes, oh, I know. I just wanted to you hear you say it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, I like that Pearly, at the very least, like, sees something in, in, in Silverstorm that clearly Silverstorm doesn't, or not a lot of other people do either. Yeah, yeah, she, she's one of the few people to, like, very easily see through uh, uh, Silver's bullshit. I'm a bad horse. I'm gonna, gonna do bad. No, you aren't. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I am, though. <laughs> Pearly has the advantage. Of, tough. Uh, Pearly has the advantage of being able to do it without literal psychic powers. Yes. Yeah. Which they also mentioned. Like, I. This is one of the few times where like Flair's presence doesn't irk me by just talking. Yeah. But he's like, "Oh, you're cheating on an alicorn." I see. <laughs> like, what would Platinum Hayes think? She's gonna kill you with her mind. <laughs> and I think that's and Pearly funny. brushes it off. Is this dude sunstroked? <laughs> yes, but that's not important. <laughs> um, he's right, also. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, uh, they they reconvene with Pearly. Um, at, Silverstorm is at least willing to admit to herself that what they had was like a one night stand. All that, all those like days Times ago, ago. <laughs> <laughs> weeks ago. If we're pushing it, quick loads ago. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> wait time like like hit, hit loading screens ago. to go. <laughs> yes, there we go. Um, <laughs> but we find out part of the reason why like the, the the casino is like still being like they're still holding up this casino, uh, which I find makes a, like a decent chunk of sense is that a detail that like we has kind of been sort of like lost in the ether because I wasn't really sure it was going to matter or I was one of the, it was one of those things where I thought the ra- it was just the radio being like the radio where it like makes it is it has been making reference to like a like hero mom and child going around having adventures and i just sort of assumed that that was like a weird cheeky way of talking about hired gun and serenity but no it turns out that there's a different uh (laughs) pair of mother and daughter uh heroic adventures happening uh out in the wasteland uh so i apologize for not remarking it i just assumed the radio is being cheeky (laughs) Uh, and this wasn't a plot point. I I am amused by the notion of, like, just sheer coincidence, like, lone wolves and cubs, like, being a trend <laughs> that's going around. <laughs> They're like, oh, cool, we, we're going to meet a proper hero of the wasteland. Unlike me, a shitty mercenary who kills people for money. Um, And I, okay, so, okay. There's a lot about this chapter that I think is kind of contemptible and sort of, like, frustrating from a, like, it's it's stuff that's narratively set up to make me frustrated. But I think I do like about this chapter in terms of callbacks is, like, this, like, reveal. So we find out that, like, the hero, the this hero daughter and, and, and they're called, like, the hero of well, Wending? Wending. Because it was, like, the name of some town that's built on top of something. Um, uh, they find out, oh, shit. You're that raider I spared forever ago. 
And like, I'm going to see genuinely sort of surprised. I wasn't expecting that character to ever come up again. Um, and they I had was. been, well, I, okay. I was expecting them to like come up again. Uh, okay. So how do I explain this? So there's a like fan comic out there. There's a fan FOE comic out there called like, it was a really popular called like Raider and Kid which is literally this plot point about a raider who goes legit because they're adopting a child. They adopted a child and they're going to do cool hero stuff. Um, and so I just assumed it was a callback to that. So that's, I guess, my experience playing tricks on me. Uh, so I wasn't expecting like, yeah, it's that like raider who I spared because I basically went, hey, take your kid and go. Oh, and- wait, I'm okay. Uh I mentioned I brought up ahead at the the beginning of the the episode that uh, my my brain is full of ash for a reason because I got this one confused with the other raider she spa- <laughs> she, she spared she spares a lot of raiders yeah but the but the the the, the slaver that she spared with who um was was only in it because uh looking out for a kid so okay yeah so so they came back You're like all right yeah no I never expected her to come back uh, yeah. as well. And yeah, no, uh, see, seeing them again, but like, yeah, been uh, up to some heroism since then, I guess. <laughs> yeah, she she's got quite the swearing street, which I do appreciate. Um, I I do appreciate that like her turning over a new leaf hasn't stopped her from being like a bitch. <laughs> that's that's my favorite thing. <laughs> uh, like I, I I always I'm always a big fan of like weird atypical portrayals of her like hero characters. It's like they've come to save us. The like crazed tattooed gunman with like the like beady eyes and the knives <laughs> they've come to save us uh black arachnia has had her good evil switch flipped and yet still <laughs> yes um it's true uh but yeah so we actually find out that like <laughs> i think that i think this is actually genuinely funny that hired gun had never known what her name was <laughs> <laughs> and had just been calling her like bloody dagger because it's what her cutie mark is. Because <laughs> she like calls her that and she's like, that's my fucking name. <laughs> it's pinprick, you asshole. <laughs> um, and I think that that does a, that does a better job of c- conveying how inattentive Hired Gun is than like all of the times that she like bumps into stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it turns out the child was like, also like the, like, you know, just a re-explain the child there was a child in the early chapters that like she was like in a cage and the child was like well i'm the like i'm i'm your i own you i'm i'm the prison warden whatever like basically being a six-year-old in a weird situation and like apparently has like maintained that like uh that sort of weird uh relationship uh with hired gun um and i i don't know i like this weird bizarro mirror (laughs) version of of clear like that are clearly be a weird bizarre of of, of her in serenity because um oh man i forgot actually read, forgot to write the name and out of the child but the 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 pinprick child uh i like them because they're like way more of like a ditzy child but they're also like because they were you know raised by raiders they're like way more like nonchalant about fucked up shit because they talk, there's a there is a part where they're talking about like what they're gonna do to Smooth Tongue, um, if 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 he hurts Serenity, and they make a mention of like I'm gonna pull out all of his entrails, and she just adds like a really creepy like childlike additional con like <laughs> context of like you'd be surprised what you could live through. 
<laughs> it's like, holy fuck, kid. Um, uh, but yeah, so so basically, like, to, to that all that all that out of the way to explain that essentially the reason why the casino like isn't budging is because they have these these cool this cool hero here that's like. And also the cool hero, like, happens to know better, like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, we want to negotiate your surrender. <laughs> Why don't we just slit our throats and be done with it? Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I've seen this one before. I don't know what they're going to do once we, <laughs> once we open those doors, like. <clears throat> so instead, it's like, okay, well, I guess we're going to have to try and, like, find a way to double-cross Smooth Tongue. Uh, we get an answer to a detail that I was actually shocked like that uh got an answer at all. So there was a really really early conversation that uh hired gun overheard between a pair of people from Bridal Hope that were like, "Hey, we bought something from the Galatians." And it didn't explain what that was, but it was in a big box and it was like ominous what it was. So we we actually get the answer because, you know, we found out the Galatians ran the funny Pinkie Pie casino. And so they bought one of their cannons. <laughs> Because they found out, well, they shoot people with this cannon, so why couldn't we? Um, so they, so you know, it because it's you know it, it's the funky pony world of the ponies. It's a bright bubblegum pink howitzer, which I so think is hilarious. We loaded up the party cannon with some slightly heavier confetti. <laughs> it turns out that it's it definitely works. still made of metal, though. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, so Flair is like tasked with, well, you're explosives guy. You can, <laughs> you're the demo man. You can, you can do the demo thing. But yeah, I was actually just, just surprised that I got answered. Like, holy shit, that got paid off in some way. Hired gun. And I'm just going to keep using hired gun and Silverstorm uh, interchangeably. That's fine but, because it's, you see there, I, I think there's a similar dissonance in the, yeah. in, in our heroine's head, so... Yeah, she keeps slipping back and forth between those two, and and people keep talking about it in the two ways. But uh, reconvenes with uh, Pearly on top of the casino. Uh, basically, like the hey, what are we gonna do? But also, like Pearly is like, I guess you know, sort of interested in trying to like reconnect their like very fledging romantic relationship. While hired gun seems pretty hesitant about that. Um, there's also talk about the idea of like like. Like, why don't you just, like, settle down and Hiragun, like, genuinely doesn't have an answer for her because, you know, it's it's hard to come up with an answer of, like, well, why have I, like, been wandering from town to town? Like, that's not what most people do. <laughs> they kind of just pick a place to live in. But she also, like, ruminates that, like, if she had stayed in one place, then, like, it, it would have gone bad for her. Like, you know, if if she stayed in Bridal Hope... That these raiders would have would have eventually came down on her if she stayed in timber it would have gotten burned to the ground with the with the uh with the, the steel rangers if she stayed in like any of the other towns like dice she would have been hunted for sport it, like she, she she's basically like had to be on the move the entire time or she would be dead by now so you know i get, i think that's a relatively good uh answer for her wanderlust is uh it is a facet of her survival uh, and given that survive is really the only thing that she kind of has to motivate her to move forwards anymore, that well, and the other thing that she admits in this chapter, or this, or the other, she admits too pearly like the, her other motivation, um, which is uh, conquer I dice. Dream, 
<laughs> I dream of a better dice. Um, which, you know, Pearly, I think, sort of like, not meanly, but I think kind of correctly kind of scoffs at. Because it's one of those things where it's like, one of these days I'm going to get that boulder up on top of that mountain and they'll see. Um, <laughs> they'll all see. And, it, you know, it does kind of feel that because of where she is right now, at least, that, like, Hyergun is so far away from that dream that to even start it seems kind of ridiculous. But, hey, it's got she has more motivation than she did before. Yeah. Um, we also get, like, the full details of uh, her and Pearlie's encounter. Turns out um, they got real drunk on whiskey and Hyergun made a move and then threw up in Pearlie's mouth. Ugh. Whoops. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, honestly, goddamn, <laughs> Pearlie's either gonna be down bad or like she's gonna give like she's gonna give all the second chances in the world because she still wants to kiss her <laughs> after that. Um, but I do like the line where it's like, um, uh, well, that's how whiskey works. It makes it makes you want to do the deed, but then ruins it when you get to it. Uh, which I thought was quite funny. They're like interrupted from like sort of anything happening by Flair being like showing up again and being like, ooh, <laughs> Platinum Haze is going to kill you with your mind. Keep in mind, kill you with your mind. <laughs> She's going to pull it out of your skull. But yeah, and all of this uh, gets interrupted by uh, shooting that starts happening in the casino. Um,. Because the whole damn thing was a trap. <laughs> Sucks. There's a... Uh, someone starts screaming about, like, uh, we've got invisible people in the casino shooting us. Yeah, this is one of those chapters where, like, the back half of it takes is, is taken up by a lot of fighting. So uh, we're going to move pretty fast to the rest of it because it's not really, like, you know. And then, they, and then she beats a guy to death type uh, prose going on here. But Flair's given the instructions to, like, okay, you got that cannon working? Just start shelling the raiders until you run out of ammo uh, while I go deal with this. So she, like, bulldozes her way back into the casino, uh, finds the invisible man, uh, uh, turns him into chunky salsa with her big stompy hooves. Which, you know, I I, I can't say it stated enough. I do really like that. <laughs> like, like, like. A higher gun might not be confident in a lot of things, and she might she might take her her own capacity for granted. But she's very confident that if she like, if she if gets, she is in reach, <laughs> she will crush you. She she has a a a a kill zone <laughs> if you are within it, <laughs> a grapple radius. <laughs> um, you will die, <laughs> and it excruciatingly. But I like the okay. So like the thing I like about this is that she she like. Kills one of the invisible guys, uh, Pinprick gets another, and then there's like, does like the casual, like, you know, badass, one badass to another, like, I took out a guy, you took out a guy, and then she like immediately like jumps, um, a hired gun with a knife, uh, and it's like, you know, <laughs> you think I'm stupid? <laughs> like, you, you think I don't smell when you're, when, like, when somebody's bait? Uh, hired gun has to like talk her down from stabbing her in the eye. Uh, basically by, like, um, pulling out the, like, uh, like, basically blackmailing her with her own conscience, like, 
uh, hey, I saved you once, you owe me. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that a lot. Like, I don't know, like, I like that higher gun isn't, like, against just, I will just use anything in my, like, immediate to survive. And even if that's, like, pulling on somebody's, like, um, like, sense of, like, honor or sense of, like, I don't know. Fair yeah. is fair. Also, it would be really mean to her kid to, to, <laughs> to render her into paste. <laughs> yes. It'd be a shame. You're going to get my eye. I'm going to get the rest of you. I, I also enjoy, like, like Pearly, like, you know, comes in, and it feels like it's going to be, like, another one of those misunderstanding kind of moments of, like, you were just a distraction? No, I didn't know it was going to happen. I don't believe you. I crushed that one to death. Uh, I guess. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Which, you know, I buy because Pearly already seems like she's pretty, like, smitten with higher gun and is willing to give her, like... <laughs> I mean, eh. You're a dumbass, so I could see it. And also, you did kill him, so... Eh. <laughs> it, it, um, it would it would see, like... It, it beggars the imagination that, like, she would be involved in a level of Kaikaku sophisticated enough that, like, the... All right, so here's the plan. You're going to go in there as a distraction, and in order to keep up your, your cover, you're going to smash one of our invisible operatives into, <laughs> in, in, into, into a thin no. paste. Uh, uh, just to keep up the act, you know, when we're, when we're already sieging the place. They, basically, they, they have to evacuate everybody. Uh, we actually don't get to really see, like, too much of this evacuation because it's kind of, like, lost in the chaos type moments. Because uh, she gets kind of swarmed by the mob and they sort of, like, scuffle off to go fight the raiders and escape. Um, I do like that, like, Pinprick is, like, you know, taking charge and lead and hired gun is like, wow, I wish I could do that. <laughs> I wish I had any ability to lead people. <laughs> Um, and it's, like, a funny moment, because, like, on one hand, like, she's right, she's, like, terrible at, like, being a hero, like, she even ruminates on, like, the dumb, like, you know, what is the nature of a hero, like, thing that the Joker said, um, the horse Joker, the horse Joker for the horses. The Joker, yeah. Yeah. The Jorser. The Jokesmeister. Um, <laughs> the Jonklester. He, but she, like, ruminates on it, and I, I don't know, I, I like that her, like, she suspects that like pinpricks like sus like response to that would just be expletives and swearing, but in a way that I I like that like I like that like it is I think that pinprick is a pretty good example of like at least this weird heroism metaphor, like kind of does have something of an answer and it's like well you know heroes don't like hero like being a hero doesn't require like being a hero you just do it like you you just it you just help people or you do the right thing in the situation do heroism <clears throat> yes no <laughs> like it's not a matter of something you have to ruminate on it's not something you have to have like a big moral philosophy about it's just pinprick is doing the right thing and i should probably follow in her hoof steps and which is funny because you know the the, the horse shoes on the other hoof because <laughs> like she she did right by her and it's paying dividends it's just you know, higher guns an idiot and doesn't really see that in the moment. Um, and she's also like, you know, kind of going through a sudden sense of stealth loathing. Cause in, on one hand, even the one thing that she went to do where before she got shot with star metal and her whole world got turned upside down, <coughs> didn't work. 
Like, sure, she killed a bunch of raiders, but she didn't get the hot the honcho. <clears throat> and he seems to just be made of goddamn rubber and just bounced back like nothing happened. And that was all in service of getting, like, her brother back, which turned out to not matter, and it got wildfire killed. So, you know, it's sort of understandable that she'd be in kind of a bad headspace right now. <laughs> Higher gun needs a W, and she's not going to get one <laughs> this chapter, I don't think. Well, um, I mean, absolutely not, as we're about to see. Um, yeah, we before we like get to the the climax, there we do get like <clears throat> she like goes back to the, like the, the like grocery store where the like the raiders were keeping the the, the slaves and stuff, and like bumps into hi- into and her brother, and her brother's basically like, "Hey, I'm not stupid enough to get turned into horse glue. <laughs> I'm not gonna fight you. That would be dumb." You know, they basically have like some dumb banter, and basically like. Like, oh, man, this is another one of those scenes where, like, fuck, I hate this character. Like, I hate him as a person. But his, like, response is, like, do you know that when we came here, you know what we tried to build for them? That they were, like, ungrateful about, like, getting built? We wanted to build walls for them, for their own protection. Uh, And they rejected us. And it's just, like, that, like, you know, you kind of wish that, like, the character, you could, like, step in and, like grab this character by their tiny little neck and be like, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> Walls work both ways. Yeah. Oh, they resented you building a cage around, like, t- turning their town into a terrarium. Just Go like Marefort. <laughs> <laughs> you moron. <laughs> like, like, fuck's sakes. Like I get it. He's it, like I get it. Smooth Tongue is basically a cult leader. Like he like that's that's the thing that's the like the vibe is he's he's essentially like the he's got that cult like magnetism and he's gotten his entire flock like completely wrapped around his hoof. And uh, the his like biggest proselytizer, his like truest believer is 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 um Summer Silk because you know, like I said before, he feels like he essentially owes him because he killed his abusive mother and he's just gone all Stockholm on it. Uh, but like, I just, I just, I'm so frustrated with this character in this scene. Like, I have no empathy for this guy and I hope he gets a really bad end. Uh, but yeah, so he tries to do the whole, like, we're not so different. You and I, we both kill. How can you be any better than me? And it's just like, this is like another one of those like things where like, it's not a problem with this specific story, but it's a thing that like, I hate that a lot of stories try to do is the like, you kill just as bad. Uh, thing and you know characters not having a response to it that feels like anything meaningful because you know it is admittedly kind of tough to talk your way out of like well i also shoot bad guys how am i any different it's like well but like we also put butter on the top of our bread (laughs) (laughs) it's but it's also just like an argument of like well but like also like i don't like who do i kill versus who do you kill like you're butching (laughs) innocent people but yeah i just i just oh fuck I hope he gets. I hope he gets killed to death. That's all I ask. But yeah, so uh, we we get back to Serenity and uh, high stakes, and Serenity is having a bad time because uh, she is essentially being re-traumatized by her experiences, mm. and is having a PTSD episode, and it sucks a lot. And I feel a lot for this character. Uh, I hope I hope bad things happen to Smooth Tongue soon, and she also frees high stakes, who apparently has been also trying to, like, calm her down, I guess. But, yeah, they basically, they get out of the town, they reconvene with Flair, and they're like, well, I got one last thing I gotta do. I'm not I'm not leaving this town until I kill Smooth Tongue. 
So, you know, she pulls up a shotgun, cocks a shotgun like a cool guy. Uh, oh, I, uh, I, I think it's, it's, it's important that uh, um, Silver does uh, assure her that Mommy is here. Mm-hmm. Um, those, those words specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and in a little nod to, I, I really appreciate how our author Odysseus, <laughs> um, uh, unlike certain other authors, <laughs> remembers that these are horses, uh, because she, she licks, uh, Serenity's cheek, mm-hmm. you know, as a horse would. <laughs> yeah. And then breaks her horse chains with her big, strong horse hooves. <laughs> um, but yeah, high stakes is like. I'm gonna back you up. I'll 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 get your six. I'm I'm gonna come with you. You're not going by yourself. And she's like, "Great, I I I have no reason to distrust you." <laughs> um, and so uh, they they find high like like smooth tongue, like limping down the road, looking like a cool supervillain with the wind blowing through his hair, just huffing his own farts, uh, the entire time. So, like, basically, you know, she cocks shotgun, uh, smooth tongues, like, uh, don't you get it? You played right into my hoof. This is all part of my plan. And it's one of those things where, <clears throat> I don't know where the story's trying to fall on this, but was his plan to have all of his invisible agents with stealth bucks be butchered <laughs> by two two horses? And then had a chunk of his forces shelled by a party cannon. Was that part of the plan? That's what I want to know. Was also <laughs> part of the plan to like be here limping. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, it is it is difficult to to set like. I I think it's incredible incredible writing if indeed like. It is a good strat to like. Be in, in constant gaslight mode with literally every conversation. <laughs> like, yes. like, like the, the, the true Sun Tzu Machiavelli move is to insist that everything was all part of the plan. Yes. <laughs> no matter how it hits up. <laughs> yeah, never stop um, spinning. Um, because the, 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 the newest Kaikaku, the, the newest plan is, um, but what about all your friends in the tower? He, he plays it off and she's like, okay, I'm just going to shoot you now. Like, you're just going to die at the end of this. Uh, and she's like, you idiot. Uh, don't you realize that the the deal I was giving for you wasn't exclusive? Um, and that maybe your friends would t- would want in on this? Um, so, of course, uh, high stakes is like, I'm the worst character in this story. <laughs> uh, I hate him. Um uh so it turns out that like in the intervening time when she she went to be a distraction i guess high stakes worked out some some, some kind of deal uh cuz she cuz he pulls a gun out and f- fires and that's how the chapter ends um what well, no, he he does the like uh nothing personnel kid yeah <laughs> and then like yeah Bart literally and, and he does the like glint, just yeah, his the glasses glint glasses glint just business kid and then shoots her um, it doesn't and, say uh, that. It just says bang. Like, yes. He, well, yeah. But glint, he, he, bang is a sound Ikari effect. Glint. Yes. Yeah. Um, but like, it's one of those things where like, it's perfectly within character. I just hate this character, you know? Yeah. Like it's, it's perfectly, it makes total sense. All the sense in the world. High stakes has no stakes. Funnily enough. He is not related to this dumb, like passion plot between her, between Silverstorm and, and smooth tongue. 
all he cares about is fucking no taxes uh <laughs> and that's that's just because his employer is paying him to do so that's all he cares about and besides we also know from his backstory that he's a fucking class trader anyways like he was a slave who won his freedom and then just became a like a middle manager in red eyes army like he I mean, just he's, yeah and he's, and he's a traitor broadly like as yeah like, like we talked about how how good the writing is on um the the implications of him refusing cybernetics yes. inside the cybernetics faction <laughs> um and it turns out like house was 100 percent correct and not not bringing this guy up the pay like like the pay scale like and and, and the thing i will say is that, that like the characters like smooth tongue do inadvertently make me like i have feelings about house but like makes me like the character of house more or at least i'm like more on his side in the sense that like and and like this is why the like the read to me about smooth tongue is that smooth tongue is like in and over his head but he's pretending because house is the guy that smooth tongue is trying to be like smooth tongue is this small time raider who has a tiny band with the only real advantage that he has is they have pip bucks and house has a terrifying cyber death army at his beck and call um with theoretically the only access to cybernetics in this setting or one of the only accesses to cybernetics in the setting you know it occurs to me it only just now hit me that um this version of House, at least, mm-hmm. is is basically post-apocalypse Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. Because Bezos, unlike, um, to a certain degree, like uh, uh, definitely unlike Jobs, unlike Elon Musk, and and to a certain degree unlike Bill Gates, um, actually is just a feverishly obsessed engineer, like a, a talented. And the 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 his evil comes from just like not understanding humans (laughs) and their feelings (laughs) yes he Um, uses the dark engineering (laughs) um and and so yeah where 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 uh smooth tongue is obsessed with you know sort of his namesake like yeah he he bases entire worldview on his one strength which is gaslighting (laughs) (laughs) uh uh, um uh gaslighting gatekeeping and horse bossing um uh meanwhile a Ding. much more a much more successful villain like doesn't conceive of himself as a villain he's just yeah he's just trying to solve problems yeah <laughs> mr house is a businessman i have a i have an, I have an approachable uh honest business here yeah um, and 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 so like that makes me like like not like like in the sense that i think he's a better person but he's yeah. like it's the thing you, you where, like... You respect it. It has a, a greater <laughs> dignity to it. Than, yeah. Than Dr. It, Sun Tzu Machiavelli. Yes. It, it's it's why, like, I'm really excited to see, like, Smooth Tongue, like, bite it in a way that I'm, like... I guess I'm, like... You know, it's a story. It's whatever. I'm more comfortable with Mr. House, like, living through the end of this story than Smooth Tongue, where Smooth Tongue, like, I think needs to, like, die slowly and painfully, um... Uh, as as hired gun is capable, um, because like you know some kinds of evil just need to be stamped out like that. Like he's he doesn't deserve to win, uh, but 
he just does because he's just he's literally lucking into it in my opinion like i the, think that's the ideal death for for a character like smooth tongue wouldn't be like anything necessarily physically gruesome like the 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 ultimate end for him is that he loses his precious dignity yeah like my my dream scenario for this is he goes he comes to dice and he tries to like be the new faction, and then House just like shoots him in the street or some shit. <laughs> like just Starscream just shows up and just like rips him apart. And or it's even just, like, funnier, Molly. Like yeah, like, or like Molly. Of yeah, the, of course. Yeah, like 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 one of the other gang leaders strings him up like a pinata. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he just he, tries because he just tries to do his thing and it just doesn't work. Oh, because oh, speaking of like being stripped of dignity, like the 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 fucking photo finishers, like yeah. like he tries to hone in on the photo finishers <laughs> and like finds a much like a, a a a a a group that has like survived under much more competitive conditions, and he's strung up like a pinata. Yeah, he's killed by the jets, but they kill you. <laughs> like, uh. But yeah, like it's it's this it's this it's like I don't know it's just that dice presents an interesting thing where like all of the fa- like I have respect for the evil of the factions of dice because like you know for all their all their wailing and gnashing of teeth they do have legitimate positions of power like they've they stole it and killed for it but it's they do have like control of an like a, a a a power base while smooth tongue is just bullshitting until he gets fed into a wood chipper like the thing the, the thing i would just want to like to go back to i think that really really hammers this home is the only reason why um most of this story happened is because he was at the right place when uh specifically uh hired gun or silverstorm found a case of like rare star metal bullets and that like kind of has led into this entire conflict or like this continuing conflict and i think that really just goes to show that smooth tongue does not have anything besides dumb fucking luck and failing forwards um and i look forward to his imminent demise but yeah so we're gonna have to see what happens next chapter uh um our Twitters are uh, at Weirdington E and at Thou Art Fi, respectively, but uh, don't go to Thou Art Fi unless you're feeling saucy and not at work. And also an adult. And also an adult. <laughs> and uh, we also have a Discord link that I that I that I plug to similar like similar case, but you know we're a fun bunch. Uh, we have a whole dedicated part of the server just to both talking about this stuff. If you want to like to have a community to talk about funny horses. Um, please, but if you'd like to, yeah, if you'd like to write to us, weirdingtonesq at gmail.com. Yeah. Until next time, onward, onward from sunshine, sunshine and rain. And-